Hey you guys, welcome back to uh, Between Two Lenses, my little my little podcast over here in the little neck of the woods. I uh, you ever have times where you know you're, you're having a moment, I guess, or it's either early in the morning, late in the evening, and you just have a lot of random thoughts kind of going in your head, and then you decide to kind of like open your MacBook, laptop, and open your notes app and just like start writing what's on your mind you know like my like I have friends who are really good at you know doing this on a notebook um I hate my penmanship but I I like to type um can't type great but I can type enough to where you know I can get thoughts out a lot quicker than grabbing a pen or a pencil on a notepad well the other night I'm looking at my notes right now and the other night I decided to write and as I'm scrolling down, I'm like, wow, I had a lot to say. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I, I reread it this morning because apparently when I wrote it, I just went to bed. And uh, this was maybe a week ago. So I'm rereading this and I'm like, you know, do I share this on the podcast or not? And then I was like, Ab- absolutely, you know. Um, so let me just par- let me just kind of set this up for a second here, you know. There's so many people that are like myself, and you're you're seeing it on TV, the news, YouTube, you know, TikTok. You're now it's a lot more evident that you know our health has become kind of like a crisis, just because there's two kinds of people in this world. Okay, there's people like my wife that you know. Don't have any, you know, when, when I say mental issues, what I mean is like slight depression or, you know, you don't believe in yourself or, you know, you you don't know how to have a thought and get it going. Like she's type A personality, number one, which means she can multitask, you know, she can, she can do her schoolwork, she can help our kid with their homework, she can be doing her own online classes that she's uh that she's doing and cook dinner and prepare for the week talk to her friends and 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 just get it all done it's like that's like amazing right i mean it really is that's amazing uh so if you're that kind of person you're like yeah that's just every day for me well you're to me you're either that or you're like me who is um basically the opposite of all that you know or you're more like me to where when you when you get focused on what you are doing or what you want to do or what you're happy or loving what you're doing, uh, you can get it done. It's like you're you're the best in in the world at what you do. It's just the little things that don't mean a whole lot to you. You let it fall at the wayside. Well, if you are a creative person in general, you know, like myself, and this is what I mean by what you've seen on YouTube and the news and everything else, is that it's it's become an epidemic. And the reason why this, um, you know, a little bit of depression, a little bit of self-doubt, not believing in yourself, like it, it, it's a big umbrella of stuff. And it has been accumulating over the last couple of decades, honestly, but the last 10, you know, back in the day before internet and social media and stuff, you had no idea what your friends were doing. You know, you went home on Friday and you had, you had your weekend, you went back on Monday and you just had school. That was it. 
And those little groups would just go walk off into the field somewhere during recess and go talk about their weekend. But you still didn't know anything about it because you weren't sitting in that group. Well, now you can be home in the comfort of your own bedroom and browse social media and see what everybody else is doing, and you're not there. And even if it's not even meant to be like hurtful to you, it is. And people don't even mean to. And this educational process of where we are right now as parents is constantly telling our own kids, hey, look, don't post something that you don't want the rest of the world to see because it's not their damn business. You know, you want to have a little private group and you and your friends go talk and have a great old time. That's great. But to go put it on, look world, look at me. And then you don't realize who you're hurting. And it's a double street, you know, because at the same time you're going, well, why can't I just share the world my happiness? Well, as a parent, we're always telling our kids, look, man, there's a lot of people that don't have your life and you think you don't have that big of a life. Well, guess what? You always have something that other people do not. And there's always going to be other people who have way more than you. But that doesn't mean that they're happy like you. It doesn't mean that their soul is happy. Their heart is filled. Like all these things are stuff that you just learn over time. You know, as you get older, when they say you get wiser, what they mean is you you just you start seeing all the angles of life differently and more clearly. Hopefully. Hopefully that's what happens as you get older. Um, if you've known me personally for a long time, if you knew me when I was in my 20s, okay, um, I'm, I'm the same person. I have I've had an ad, uh, nah, I have had an old soul since the day I was born. And I have just always been able to kind of see, love, and feel this bigger picture of what we're all here for. You know, that's the big question. Why are we here? What are we doing? Well, I kind of sort of know why I'm here. I know my, my, my place in this whole thing. And it's very difficult when you're trying to fit into an area that you don't fit into. And... Honestly, that became my superpower for my business. You know, when I was 23 and I started uh, started my business, when I started GK Photography, it, it was weird. It was kind of like even I was learning from the beginning. I was still learning along the way on how to even do this thing called business. Um, it was cool because I only had to worry about myself as far as the business part, you know, I've always known how to take care of people. I've always loved customer service, no matter where I worked, um, at Sears, at Radiophone, at, you know, wherever. And I just always got it for how to treat people good. And um, I don't know, I, dare I say morally, <laughs> you know, it's like you can take that any way you wish. I mean, look at anything politically today. Look at how many things are happening on TV that you do or do not agree with. How much of it is in a moral realm of what the hell is going on? <laughs> like, really? It's like those boundaries keep getting pushed out further and further and further. And we're all just supposed to just live our lives. So anyway, the other day I decided to get my laptop out and start writing. So if you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and just read what I wrote. I'm going to do the best I can to not stumble. Um but for whatever reason, I called this note section 
the ascension. So deep, right? All right. (sighs) When the world around you says no, you don't fit the mold for success. You want to prove them wrong or just die and go away. Who would miss you, right? The world would just keep turning. Life would move on. School tests aren't real. They are structured to fit a mold. I never wanted to be on that mold (laughs) in high school. It's 1987 in Classic Rock is King. Our local station, B97, back when they were new, uh, is a new pop music radio station on the air. The problem with music at that time is that it didn't apply to my age group. My age was trying to fit in, trying to find a purpose. This was high school, all-boy high school. Uh, An attitude, a reason for living and trying to be more. You are probably thinking, GK, you're a white kid with privilege, with no boundaries. How hard can it be? (laughs) Well, go back to when you were 20 years old and you didn't have a path to follow and you didn't know what to do next in your life, meaning from high school going to college with no plan. You know, the test didn't, didn't fit who I was as a person on paper. It's like, you know, you should go do something way less than you, that you're capable of. And I just didn't like that. Well, that was me. I sucked at school. Tests didn't see me. They only placed me less than my worth was. I knew my worth, or at least I thought I did. Adults will tell you, follow your dreams and goals, and your life will be different. I love that. I love being me. I loved how everything in life seemed possible, because I could make it happen. Ignore the adults. Ignore your friends who say you'll never get there. Ignore your own negative thoughts that say stop trying for something you'll never achieve. I hated the social groups that only included you if you fit in. Well, back then, rock and roll gave me the voice I wanted to have but couldn't say or act on. If you don't know any old classic rock music like ACDC, Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, those kind of things, just go listen. Go listen, go listen to the words, and uh, it's, it's awesome. You know, it's just uplifting in your face, some beats, let's go. Yeah, that's, that's what rock and roll was. And it just, honest to God, when you're in your late teens, early 20s, to me, it's kind of like the music you need if you're trying to, like, push through some boundaries in your life, you know, and you're trying to just keep a good, positive attitude. Because, man, when you're young, the world is against you to a degree. You know what I mean? It's like even the older people who kind of paved the way, they kind of expect you to pave the way the same way just so they're relatable. It's like, Grandpa, you went to war. I don't have to go to war to be successful like you. You know, I'm not less of a man because I didn't, you know, work in the field for 12 hours a day. I don't know. For whatever it is, everybody's life is very different. Okay? So, continuing. The more I listen to ACDC or Pink Floyd... The 80s gave me Van Halen, the Scorpions, and Boy George? Yeah, Boy George. He showed the world that being who you are is the coolest thing ever. How much you are you is the coolest version of yourself you'll ever be. Nobody else can ever be 
you. This is what I have learned to own me. So look, depression is real. It truly is a beast that is hard to tame. Social media today is the best version of the devil walking the earth, as I can ever explain. No other generation has been more jaded or self-motivated than 2023. To be an influencer is cool. It's the jewel of jewels. To have a voice, to have a presence, to be real to somebody and make money from that is the thing to be. Isn't that the truth? Today, as a business person, I need to be in front of people. But selling my soul to the devil just isn't my thing. I rule my world. Nobody else. No local groups of people in my industry will ever be me. They have their own stories to live. My story began with loving people for who they are. I have never cared about gay, Jewish, Indian, Democrat, Republican, whatever. I can give a crap about your job position. You can own the hotel or be the oil executive to your company. I can give to you know what. I care about the person you are. Do you love life? Do you want your fellow man to succeed in life? Can you relate to the guy next to you? Can you just be a human without being a prick? These are my people. What we do for a living has nothing to do with anyone else. Certainly not me. I love being there with the camera, capturing moments that mean something to you and your family or your business. At the end of the day, how can I make your life better? This is what the camera did for me. It gave me purpose. It gave me a way to learn about the person in front of me. And uh, come on, I'm rereading my thing here. Uh, it gave me a way to learn about the person in front of me. Learned that any income range earned, people are, the, are who they are. Parenting is the same. We love our family. We love our memories. Well, I love sharing your life and being your confidant, your photographer. Why should presidents have their own personal photographer? I want to be that for you. I want to show you how cool life is when you can own you. Don't believe me? Watch me live. Watch me work. Watch me live my dreams because I only know how to try for more. Try to be better than those groups. Try to be cooler than those kids who didn't accept me in their groups. They need each other so much, yet I thrive on being the black sheep. The good kid that wanted to be bad just to stand out. Yeah, that was me. Photography became the way I can be in front of people and not care about the way to fit in. Yet, how can I capture them as they are? Sometimes the photographer needs to knock them off their fake horse. They come riding in on. Well, I'm that guy. I'm the guy who skips the bullshit and sees right through people. My clientele has been from NFL players to congressmen to being cleared through the FBI to do a simple photo shoot for Senator Hillary Clinton and everyone in between. Look, my VIP experiences throughout the years can easily squash any other local photographer in their overrated Instagram posts that are getting way more likes than me. So why does it still sting a little? Okay, a lot at times. Being judged by others is one thing. 
to deal with. But when you judge yourself, it hurts way more. This is why owning you is so important. Today, I still love what I do. My mission is the same. Treat people like people, not their jobs. Do kick-ass photography and always live the rock and roll dream. Life is a stage. Create the show. Sell it. Perform it. Go back home to your family. This is the way. Okay, so that was a lot on my mind that night. Um, but it's, it's, it's a huge part of me, you know. And I, I had a lot of struggles when I was younger. Um, this is way before, um, you know, concentration medicine for like ADD or slight ADD or whatever it is. Dear Lord, I really could have used it. Because when they talk about squirrel moments, they were talking about me. You know, my chair in one of my classes over at St. Lawrence, never forget, it was by the window, which was a horrible, horrible idea. And we cracked the window open on those beautiful fall days. Well, when I tell you every damn squirrel on a tree outside of my window, I saw them. I watched them take nuts and hide them. I heard every bird. And when every once in a while, I glanced back to my teacher and I was always lost on where we were. Always. So... Not to say, you know, Adderall or something would have helped back then because a window open would distract anybody, especially a kid like me who just loves the beautiful things in life instead of the school that we're, you know, doing stupid homework on. That was just me, you know. So if if any of this kind of like hit a nerve with somebody, you know, maybe you're there right now. Maybe you're you're either you're either living your best life or you're trying to. Or you're young enough to where you don't even know what the hell your life is. You know, where's it going to go? Everybody's going to college. You know, my senior in high school. Everybody, it seems like, knows what they're going for. And I do not. Okay? All I can tell you is this. You can't live your life if you don't live your life. And living your life means you're always moving forward to some degree. Okay? So... If you can get in college, go to college. Just take your prereqs. Just take classes. You're going to be around other people that are doing things that maybe you didn't even think of. And you're going to find a career. It's going to come to you. You know, This is how those little doors, they say, when there's a crack in the door, you walk through it. Well, if you stay home and just go to some job you don't like and then go back home, you're not seeing any doors. You're not giving yourself any reason to move forward. You get it? So... For me, the person that had uh, horrible ACD scores, by the way, horrible. The person that said I should take a trade, learn a trade, and honest to God, I kind of laugh at this now because I look back on it and I'm going, holy, this is kind of ironically funny. I was angry for the longest time because when somebody said you should go do a trade, I'm thinking, you know, garbage person welding you know some a trade trade like that's what a trade is normally you know go learn computer electronics and go fix cars i don't know that kind of a trade years later i realized that photography is a trade it is a trade is a job that you learn from somebody else that is passed on within that industry or that generation you know like if your dad taught you how to work on cars you know and then he had a business and then you took over that business. Well, that was a trade. Okay? Photography is the same. 
the difference of today and back then is, you know, back when I was in my early 20s learning photography, how to, how to be in business for photography, if you were not a member of your state organization or professional photographers of America and you did not attend seminars and um, raise your hand in those classes and ask every darn question you could and go home and actually practice and then go to the next seminar and see if you got it right. If you weren't doing that, you were not getting better as a photographer. There was no YouTube. Internet was not around. Okay, so the best part of of my generation of when I got in, I got in in 93, right? Digital, I cut the cord. We called it cutting the cord when you went from film to digital. Cutting the cord. I'm cutting that film cord. That film cost me so much money. You got to buy it. You got to pay to process it. Then you got to sell it. Well, digital allowed you to buy a flash card and keep using it over and over and over again. And that was a wonderful thing. But before 2002 is when I cut the cord, okay? So before we went completely digital, learning photography through the film way was absolutely the best way to learn photography, period, in a discussion. Anybody learning photography today, if some things are taking you longer to learn, it's because of the bare basics that you didn't learn. And I was forced to learn the basics first, Okay, so somebody who that wanted to myself, meaning, you know, somebody that was so excited to be on the stage, you know, so excited to be at the top. How quick can I get there? Um, It was slightly depressing to to understand this is going to take me a while, you know, but how much do you love what you're doing? I did. I've been in business for 28 years this October 1st. I'm still pushing forward. I'm still leading I'm still being that positive person. Everything I just read to you is still true. And when I tell you, whoever decides to be my client, I give you 1 million percent of myself when I work. To me, this is my gift for you. Yes, you're paying me, but I always do more than I need to do. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are. Per the contract, it says I'm leaving at 7.58 and I must be out of the door. Like, I'm leaving. Goodbye. I, I don't do that. I've never done that. I can always see things as the client's view. You know, it's kind of like if this was my daughter's wedding, how would I feel if the photographer left 30 minutes early because it was on some stupid contract? It's like, dude, are you here for the human experience or selfishly for you? <sighs> okay, you guys. I hope I motivated somebody today to move one inch further than you did yesterday. That's the goal in life. You're not jumping yards. This is not a race, okay? What are you doing one inch a day to move forward towards your goals? That's all I'm asking you to do. And if you're moving one inch every day, dude, in a month's time, you're doing great. In a year's time, now you can see a difference. In 28 years' time, booyah. Thanks for being here. See you in the next podcast. Today's podcast brought to you by the WCA Agency, the William Credo Agency, a boutique special events production and media design. Find them at WCAEntertainment.com. Thanks, Chuck. Thanks, Chuck.